Roman Egypt versus Archimedinid Egypt. Archimedes? Archimedinid. Archimedinid? Archimedinid. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, a very special, fun Memorial Day episode with the two most handsome men on the internet, Skinky and M. Cole. How are you doing this week, Skinky? Hi! Hi, hi. Do you do anything, hi. anything fun and exciting for Memorial Day? Nope! Nope, <laughs> nope. <It's> just... <laughs> Skinky's actually still in bed right now. We're recording this on Monday morning. I am. Um, and he's uh, he's recording from from bed, so that's it's uh, comfortable. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, the nice thing is that it cuts out some of the echo because the dampening of the sheets and the pillows. It's uh, I'm actually, actually under the covers right now. Well, yeah. So it's where we're starting a special shenanigans story time where we're going to tell ghost stories underneath the sheets of Skinky. So uh, Skinky, go ahead and take it away. So it was 40 A.D. And there was this really, really creepy ghost, okay? And his name was Harold. <gasps> Harold. Yeah. So Harold went to go and buy some silk from the silk trader. <gasps> and and he went, he walked there, and the silk trader was like, hey, how much silk do you want to buy? And Harold was like, I want to buy 20 bolts of silk is that how you say it bolts i don't know yes i believe bolts of silk and he's like okay so he gives him the silk and then harold goes back to his home and he hears this creepy noise in the back and he found he he forgot that his dog was there so his dog comes out named also harold for some reason and harold (laughs) comes running out the dog and and starts licking harold the man's face and he's like, oh, I forgot you were here, boy. And then and then he heard another noise. And he's like, wait, there's someone else here. And the dog starts growling. And you know, dogs, they know shit that's happening, right? Like, they, they know that ghosts are around, right? And then Harold, the man, is like, all right, we got to go check it out. So Harold and Harold, the dog and the man, go to check out what's going on. And then they see that there's a cat there. And they're like, whoa, I totally forgot I had a cat. And guess what the cat's name is, M. Cole? Uh, Jennifer. Harold. Oh so there's my Harold, God, Harold, and Harold. The cat, the dog, and the man. Okay? And then... They hear a spooky voice. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell was that? And the cat and the dog, they start like meowing and barking. Because, you know, they, they know shit that's going on, right? And then... Harold sees a ghost. And he's whoa. like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, who who are you? And the ghost is like, hey, my name is Harold. <laughs> I really story. wish that George R. R. Martin listened to Shenantics because I believe that during the course of your story, he could finish writing the Game of Thrones books. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be... Well, the thing was, so much done. I balanced my checkbook. I got so much done. This is the thing: the ghost. (laughs) His name was Harold, (laughs) because it was the man seeing himself as the ghost. Oh wow! I like that twist. Very good. Skinky, you should should look into being an author. I'm terrified now. (laughs) I'm so so scared. So the entire time of you telling the story. I, I'm not going to lie, I, I wasn't paying too much attention because I got distracted when you talked about Bolts of Silk because it reminded <laughs> me of a game that I played as a child. Did you ever play the game Pharaoh Cleopatra? Oh, I heard about this game before. You've, it's like, you've um, heard of it? Yeah, it's like a real-time strategy, right? I think, yeah, I think it's, it's real-time strategy-esque. It's on my wish list for Steam, you know that? Oh, oh, really? I, I don't think I just, I've ever played it, though. I just pl- pulled up the good old games, the, the GOG page for it, and just looking at it is bringing back so many memories, like so much nostalgia. I really want to play this game uh, right now. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is... Oh, my this god! This is an Actually, I might have this game. Oh, yeah? You I should think I might. play it. Pharaoh... 
Cleopatra. Uh, no, I don't have it. I guess I think it's on my my wish list somewhere. It's uh, yeah, I've sm- so many hours playing this game. So many hours playing this game. Um, I really want to play. Oh it yeah, I do have it. Yeah, ten bucks though. It? It's a lot for an old older game. It is a very. It's a huge amount of money for an like. Old game. Holy shit! Like you should probably wait for that to go on sale. But yeah, I don't. I don't have it. Um, yet, but I will get it. Pharaoh Cleopatra. Yeah. It's, oh, it, I. I. It's in my library. I own this game. <laughs> Lola, <laughs> this guy. Wow. Wow. All right. That was. Uh. Yeah. That was. Uh. Nice. One friend wants this game. That friend is skanky. Well, look at that. Look at that. So, well, isn't that interesting? Maybe I'll see if I can play it this week, and then, uh, and then I uh, report back to you if it's still. Yeah. How about you let me know what happens? I will. I will try. Let me know if you take over the Egypt. Egyptian. Nile. Yeah, it, it's not an empire. It's a kingdom. Um, em- what do you call a? Uh, huh, Pharaoh. Uh, uh, yeah, oh. ancient Egypt kingdom. Um, kingdom. It, it's not a. It's a kingdom. Well, that's what the, no king. the blurb says. Immerse yourself in ancient Egypt from age of the Great Pyramids to the final years of the New Kingdom. I don't know. Uh, I think I Steam, don't know about I think the that. Steam sales pitch would know more than more than uh, everyone else. I don't know. We should check out Wikipedia. <laughs> Roman Egypt versus Ark. Archimedinated Egypt. Archimedes? Archimenid. Archimenid? Archimenid. Did you ever in school have to do like a project where you had to do something about a pharaoh or something? I believe so. Like probably yeah. like fourth grade, third or fourth grade. So I had to do one about Ramses the second, I think. Okay. <clears throat> and Ramses the second was like a fucked up dude. Mm-hmm. But I think that most of the um, pharaohs were kind of fucked up dudes. Yeah, yeah. Besides Cleopatra, because she was, she was a woman, Cleopatra. a fucked up woman, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. I think I, I think that, I think they're all messed up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but I think like Ramses II had like over sixty wives or something. Oh, really? But it was like, um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's the only thing I remember about Ramses II. I I know very little about. About I I remember very little about whatever I learned about ancient Egypt. Um, I as an adult I like history. Um, I hated history in school. I really did. Um, Why? Because it's um it's the the testing right the grading around history. I am not good with remembering like historical facts, which like also extends to trivia. I'm terrible with trivia. I'm terrible with so much in that like realm. Um, and so having to remember things that we learned about history instead of just being able to like enjoy and like let what sticks sticks, but like having to like regurgitate like specific dates and stuff like that was always just abysmally like difficult for me. And so that's interesting. I really didn't like. I enjoy like if you and I sat down and you like just told me like if we if you spent three hours telling me about various history things that you learned, I would find that super engaging and really enjoy that. But if it was like I'm gonna sit down for three hours and then we only get to continue being friends if you like get these test answers right, I'd be like, this is the most miserable three hours of my life. Um, hmm. And so that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, which is actually it's it was I think is inter- even more interesting about that is it's kind of opposite around what the rest of my schooling is. I think I have a problem remembering information that has to do with like people because otherwise uh-huh. I have a pretty good memory and I test very well. And so I always enjoyed that part of school. Like I like taking tests, like I love doing math tests. Uh but the like straight memorization about history was uh not my thing, but well, I was gonna say because, like, as a lawyer, you have to memorize a lot of things, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, like that, I can do that pretty well, and I don't know what the difference is. That's um, so interesting. So huh. yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, like I, I don't, I don't know. I think we learned about Mesopotamia. I don't know anything Mesopotamia, about Mesopotamia unless Hell except yeah. for that we had to learn about it. So. Um, I'm curious. It's funny that you mentioned this. That I, I actually have this on my notes for this week's episode of uh, Shenantics. Well, it's um, like we're like in sync or something. It is. It is. I, I'm when you were in grade school, did you guys have these like, um, like like 
planners, like these task planners that like had like a red or like green cover on them. Do you, did you have planners. anything like that? I remember like we had like a homework planner thing with a yeah. calendar and all that. I remember like, I used to get that. Yeah, like I used to get it like on the first day of like school they would give us it and yeah, when, yeah. And when I was younger, like when I was in earlier grades, I I have like vivid memories. Like it had like a red or pink cover and it was like a bigger like book. It was like eight and a half by eleven sheets like bound together kind of and Ooh, like I had like, a smaller one. Well, then, then when I got into later grades, like maybe like second grade, then we got like smaller ones, which were about the size, like half the size of any half by 11 sheet of paper. Mm. And they had green covers. And they were spiral bound. And um, I always had to fill my homework in it and stuff like that. But I, I have this vivid memory of it. And I'm so curious if it was like a just my school thing or if it's one of those school things that like everyone. Everyone's doing. Had. Yeah. Well, so I had a planner, but I don't remember it being like that mm -hmm. um i think mine had like our school colors or something on it. okay so i, I just I said i have like a terrible memory i'm like let me just tell you specific details about my child <laughs> no i know right i remember this very specific thing yeah, um <laughs> yeah i don't uh i don't remember mm -hmm. now yeah. as as an adult like current day skanky um, adult age, <laughs> current age, uh, <laughs> current age, skanky, adult. Yes. How do you do? You, how do you keep track of things that you need to do? Like, do you have like any like system or anything that you use at all, or is it just like just keeping your mind like remember like things I need to do for work and at home and all that kind of stuff? Um, I use Google Calendar a lot. Okay, Google Calendar is pretty helpful. Do you and use then any, I'll like, to do list or reminders or anything. Nah, I don't do that. Really? I, I usually put it on a if if it's a specific date that I need something, I'll mm -hmm. put a like do a Google Calendar on it and then have mm -hmm. a reminder set. Okay. For you know a couple hours before or something, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I write a lot of stuff down on post its. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of it. So, so that's kind of like your system. Your system is like like post its are like now. Is it just? What do you have like a, usually one central place that you put all your post its, or is it just kind of scattered everywhere? Like, well, or is it like where relating to wherever it's at? So, I guess like for, for work, mm -hmm. uh, I'll do like, um, I'll have a post it and I'll have it, I'll do it on Friday for whatever I need to do for next week in a list. Mm -hmm. So then I cross them off and I put that on like my computer thing. Okay. Um, just so I have that handy and yeah. then i also i also have we have like a joint google doc where i'm able okay. to follow everything that i need to do mm -hmm. which is helpful um but yeah other than that like if i need to schedule like an interview with someone or i gotta do something like that i, I always do it through google calendar mm -hmm. okay why well, what do you do same exact thing Oh, no, I'm, cool. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do something oh. I, I'm completely different. I, oh, spend, okay. I think I spend more mental power planning out how I want to plan out how to do tasks than actually doing work. Actually doing them? That's that, you know what? That's fine. Um I uh I I like to switch around apps a lot. I've used like OmniFocus on the iPhone in the past, and now I use an app called Things and I kind of just put everything in there and then at uh at work I use a bullet journal to go through and kind of plan out all my stuff with that. So I, uh, I have this, I don't know. I, I like using paper and pen at work or like at home, like everything to be digital, um, which is mm -hmm. kind of weird. So yeah, I like the, I like the bullet journal. I do kind of like what you do. Like at the end of the week, I kind of set up what I need next week to do and then mm -hmm. kind of like plan it out that way and then kind of continue through. So yeah, it's uh, nice. It is nice. It is nice, but uh, it's helpful. Yeah. I don't use my calendar very much. I use, my calendar is very specific to like something I have to attend in person type thing. Um, oh, so it's like, okay. If it's like work, if it like for example, if I had court, I would it, that's on there. If it's like a client meeting, that's on there. But then also like social engagements. If I have to go to like a barbecue today, that's on there. Um, so it's kind of that, or it's events that I want to do. So Chicago, the park system in Chicago has movies in the park like throughout the week, and so went through this year's schedule of movies and wrote down or you know put in my calendar the movies that spark my interest i would want to go see um just so that way when it's like two months out i can get some kind of reminder that oh if you weren't doing anything on tuesday night this is what you wanted to do type thing ah oh, okay okay yeah so uh 
but yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's kind of that's kind of how I I manage everything. But. That's an interesting way. I should probably be better about it mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. I, I think when you write stuff down, um, you have a better chance of remembering it. I always thought. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it was always better to write stuff down because I guess it sticks in your brain differently. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I yeah. Like they also talk about that. Like um, there's a lot of studies with like students taking notes in school. And just even mm-hmm. like writing down notes, like even compared to like typing, like just physically writing down notes um, helps them like retain and recall information better. Um, mm-hmm. I find for me, it does a second thing, like it helps me remember to do it better, like even without having to look at the list. But then also it frees up so I can take care of other projects easier because I'm not always juggling my priorities in my mind. Right. Like yeah. I'm not being like, oh, my God, I need to do this. And I spend all my time thinking about the thing I need to do. And so then I'm not really paying attention to the other thing that I have to do. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. got to remember that later at like three o'clock, I got to go do this thing. And it's like, well, if I just write it down, then I can just look at my list every once in a while and kind of uh, kind of see. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm always I, ever since like college, I've been super interested in what people do to like manage their productivity in their lives and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. managing life managing life i'm still I, working on that there's a there's a big trend i've seen i've seen youtube videos about it. i've heard podcasts about it about people um tracking all of their time in a day like using like apps to be like like so at the end of the day they can be like i spent this many hours working i spent this many hours like exercising or cooking or commuting and all that kind of stuff and they do it like for their entire day so then at the end of the month and the year they can look back and see where the trends were like how much did i work how much did i take leisure time and all that kind of stuff but uh, do you think that's excessive i think i do i i think there's there's part of me that kind of wants to do it and try it because i think it's a lot be, of work it is a lot of work and that's why i think <laughs> I it's a, that's why i think it's excessive because like i kind of want the at least for like a week or two or maybe even a month i want the insights of being like how much do i you know actually work and get work done compared to other things i say are priorities of mine and yeah. how does it like line up because I have in my mind, and I'm also assuming that in my mind matches up what the reality is, but I'm kind of curious if that actually is the case. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people I see that do it, they're like, oh, it's so eye-opening on things. And I just, I think my thing is like, it feels excessive and I have a hard time believing that's going to be that eye-opening. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, it just seems a little like a, like a lot of work yes. to have to log everything that you do. Yeah. And there's going to be points where like you forget to do it and then it's just going to fuck up everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't know. Uh, either. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it for a week and then report back. I'll add to my list yeah. of things. I'm going to claim I'm going to do it one time. Yeah. 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 Do that. I'll do that. Yeah. I'll be, I'll this is that. good for me. Cause I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Right. You could just be like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. That, that's a cool. super good idea. Yes. Yeah, I should, wholeheartedly should support that. Do this extra work for absolutely no reason. <laughs> I think you should do it too, Skinky. Then we can just work. We can compare notes. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Speaking of your calendar, did you ever switch your calendar to start on Mondays? No. Oh. oh totally forgot to do that. Um, I will do that tomorrow. Well, How about that? I mean, this week you should start it on Tuesday. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> Every week you should just change it to whatever uh, week you like need to go do stuff. See, that's 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 the problem. That's problematic for me mm-hmm. now. Yeah. The holidays. This is the like up. Yeah, this this week is the when I try to do it, this is going to fuck up everything. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Just not having right. holidays, you're right. But yeah, we should have no holidays. We should have and no we should work 7 days a week. I think so. Yeah. You heard it here. Emperor Skanky, he's decreeing Emperor Skanky in my kingdom or whatever it, it's, it, is it was called. Dumb. Emperor, um, em, emperor, empire, empire. Empire. That's what it's called. Like the TV show. Yeah, I never watched it though. I didn't either. I didn't either. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, would it be an wouldn't it be an empire for? I don't think. What is Egypt called? We need an Egyptologist over it up in here. All right, I'm googling Egyptologist. Chicago. Was Egypt a? Kingdom? Or was it? Kingdom of Egypt. I said kingdom and you said no. Or old kingdom of Egypt. But, but, uh, but uh, 
Ancient Egypt. I'm sorry. Period spanning 2686 to 2181 BC. It might a be civilization. a civilization. Yeah. I don't think it'd be considered a civilization. I think it's a kingdom. Oh, no. It, it's called Old Kingdom of Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's the yeah, Old Kingdom of the Early Bronze Age, the Middle Kingdom of the Middle Bronze Age, Bronze Age, and the New Kingdom of the, light, of the Late Bronze Age. Dynasties. A dynasty. Oh dynasty. my god, fourth dynasty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's the With dynasty. King Sneferu. Hmm. Wait, maybe they had kings back in the day and then they were like, no go muchacho, and then they're gonna they had like you know, emperors and stuff and like Like, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like right? Gods and kings. And gods and stuff, yeah. Raw, dude. Raw. 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 I've seen I've seen the mummy returns i i i know i've seen what's is the first one the mummy returns or is that the second one no that's the second one because it's one? returning first one's just called the mummy oh, i think i saw the mummy recently and by that yeah i know i have there's that section not like the, the new one right like the, the old bug one. goes into the guy underneath the guy's skin yeah that's good oh, stuff oh, man know, it's so bad that's good stuff it's so bad big fan big fan it's, oh no 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 fan no fan no blades. No bueno. <laughs> That's a great movie, man. Classic. That's what that is. That actually is. That, like, National Treasure. I We've put out some good stuff. We've put out some good stuff, you and me. The capital of old the Old Kingdom of Egypt was Memphis. Tennessee? <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, baby. Woo! <laughs> like, hey. All right. No, hold on. I we got I the mean, Kingdom guess, of Egypt. I, I guess so. I guess so. So. Um, was in 1922. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. So I want to I want to share something with you. Okay. That I want to purchase. Oh no. Okay. It's called Playdate, and I sent you a link. And oh, I heard about this. You yeah, did hear about yeah. this? Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I really, really want one. All right, so. I'll give a quick rundown for people. I'm going to give a little bit of so I'll give a quick rundown for people that don't know what it is, and we can we can chat about it for a little bit. Um, so Playdate is made by the company Panic. They are um, Mac developers. They've been making Mac software since like the late '80s, early '90s, um, and they are all video game nerds and enthusiasts and they the relation to the video game industry so far has been they produced uh firewatch which was developed by campo santo um which skinky played firewatch he didn't like it very much if i remember correctly um but yeah so they they produced that game and then a few years ago they decided that hey we want to make a portable gaming device and so they released or not released they've announced to release next year um this hardware portable game system called playdate if you guys want more information or read the website you can go to the show notes or the website their url is play.date um great url by the way um but yeah, it's a, a pretty penny it's a $150 it's uh i think it's like a little bit bigger than a standard size like post-it note, like stack of post-it notes. It's got a D-pad, two buttons, black and white screen. It's got a crank on it, speakers, Bluetooth connect- connectivity, Wi-Fi. And then what they're doing with the games is they've you know gotten you know 12-ish uh, game developers to make games for it. And when they release the system next year, they're going to release a season of games that come along with it so you don't have to pay extra for and they are going to release it one game a week for 12 weeks so like each monday your system automatically gets a brand new game on it that you can play and enjoy um and i think that's pretty cool uh do you have any thoughts on this thing skanky yes but you're not gonna like it i know lay it on me lay it on me it's a novelty Okay. And you're you're not going to be using it in 3 months. Oh, really? But but there's new there's after th- but there's three new games for 3 months. I can use it for 3 months total. Yeah, but after that <laughs> it's, it's it's all all done. I think it would be a nice uh bathroom game system. Okay. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I could see it. I could see it. 
Um, I, I just, I don't see it, man. I, I don't, every time there's like some new, um, new gaming console system thing that's mm -hmm. like small and interesting, mm -hmm. it just never, it never delivers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Soldier Boys, you know, Soldier Boys gaming system. <laughs> That's oh a bad God. example. I but I mean, like, um, terrible example. Remember when they came out with that? There was that one system that they had a Kickstarter for. Oh yeah, that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah, that was not. I mean, but I feel like first of all, I I feel like one thing that I like that's a little bit different is that. Although the company that's making it has never done a hardware handout game system before, they have, uh, you know, at least a history of delivering products. You know what I mean? And that's true. It's also like they already have kind of. Although Firewatch was early access, I believe. Oh, ah, okay. There you go. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. I have to check. <laughs> you, could, you could go ahead and Google that one. Um, but uh, they have like. You know, even outside of like Firewatch, like just at least their Mac game, not Mac games, their Mac software, like they have a history of like being able to run a company and actually actually release stuff that people pay money for. Um, and they've already, you know, created working prototypes of it. And so it's not like it feels different. It feels different to me than a Kickstarter where someone's like, I have this amazing idea. Give me money now so then we can kind of execute on it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. their thing is like, we've already done all the work. We've been working on it for four years now. Now, and now we're getting ready to the point where we can sell it so we're announcing it now we'll take pre-orders at the end of the year to ship beginning of next year yeah you know i mean and that feels mm -hmm. at least a little different to me at least than what at least ouya did because for them they announced we have this amazing idea for a game console give us money now then we're gonna spend a few years trying to execute on it and then it just kind of fell flat as so many kickstarters do um or even if it didn't fall flat it definitely did not meet expectations that they set so yeah um, and this isn't, I think one thing I like is that this isn't also promising to deliver the world. It's not going to be like, oh, we are going to replace your Android phone and your iPhone and everything else as what you use for gaming. They're like, we think it'd be cool to like release a retro style hardware game that has 12 cool games on it. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I find, I find those aspects appealing. Plus I really like panic. Okay. And so I really want to like whatever it is they release, but, um, yeah, I think I'm 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 excited for it. I'm excited for it. Also, I think some of the I think they can release some some cool games. There was they uh so they have a crank on the side because they're like I just thought that'd be an interesting input device to control games with. And one of the, like one of the games that they do is reminiscent of that game, I believe Braid. Is that the platformer that you can move forward and backwards in time? Yeah, I think so. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, and so one of the ones that, like, one of the games that kind of teased a little on it is that you use, it's like a side-scroller, and you use the crank to move time forward and backwards. But That's pretty cool. you're kind of moving the way your guy moves through the world, but the world keeps moving around you. So it's and so like you can kind of rewind time, but like some aspects keep going. I don't know. It seemed really interesting. It seemed like a that's kind of cool. This seemed like a compelling thing to do. And so I feel like for me, like one hundred fifty dollars for something to like just play games on the subway or you know while using the bathroom, I think is I think that could be cool and fun. So um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Plus they have okay. Sean Inman is developing games, and I think he's uh I love the games he's developed in the past. So. That, that makes me also very optimistic. But. Okay, well, you know what? I I support you. Okay, whatever you want to do, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Thank you. Thank you. You do you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate. That. You do you. I also don't think Firewatch was early access, but I thought it was. Yeah, I don't think um, it was, but I'm not. I'm not positive. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember now, but it's whatever. Firewatch game early. Well, we'll we'll get the answer to this. Yeah, we'll get the answer. Uh, we'll get the answer. No, it doesn't look like it. Okay, well, rip. Never mind. No, it doesn't look like it. So, yeah, no. We're, uh... Well, I hope it works. I do too. <laughs> I do too. I think. I think even just from an optimistic like person that likes the industry, I like when people do interesting, cool things. And so I, le I at least hope it's at least somewhat successful for them, if not in general as a product, because 
it, it would be cool to see new and interesting things done going forward. So, yeah, agreed, agreed. But Skanky, speaking of new yeah. interesting things done. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, the internet, I've been having just so many problems with the internet at my new place. It's been awful. Okay, um, okay. Did I tell you last week about my problems with the Wi-Fi here? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's been I, bad, I know. I, I, Who do you need me to call? I need you to come out here and, and help me and console me in my, in my sadness. All right, I'll bring the crowbar. All right, perfect. Um, but I, I got one of those uh, mesh networking things to try and improve the, the, the Wi-Fi here, and 100% works. Like magic. These things are so awesome. I went with the Netflix Orbi, or not Netflix, Jesus, Netgear Orbi uh, uh-huh. system, and dude, it... it the Wait, what did it? What did it do? So it comes with this one. There's there's two that two of the main ones is the Netgear Orbi, and then there's also Eero. Um, uh-huh. and, oh, you put these like around the house, right? Yeah, yeah. And so what they and the reason that because like before I got this, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, before I'm gonna drop all this money on these stupid things, I was like, let me just try a standard extender, like see if I can just get that, like if that's gonna fix it, and that did okay. absolutely nothing. Um, it's all the extender would do is that it'll join whatever your network is, like like, like your five gigahertz Wi-Fi network, and then tries to push the signal a little bit further. And so I was like, okay, if okay. I put the router on one side of the house and I put the extender in the middle, then the extender should push the signal to the other side of the apartment, and then we should be good. Um, yeah. And that didn't work at all because the problem is, is that I had must have had one or two devices that still had a bad connection to it, and so it just tanked the entire Wi-Fi network. So like Ugh, everything dumb. was getting like five megabytes down. It was just it was awful. Um, so with these, you plug uh, the Orbi comes with two in its base package, and they say that's usually what you need. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just in a regular apartment, so that should be all I need. And so you plug one in over with your modem, and that would be like the router, and then they have what are called satellites, and they say, so put the one that connects to your modem, put it wherever your modem is. And then this one satellite we give you, put it in the middle of your house, and then that should be perfect. And I was like, okay, great. So I put the Orbi base one over in the bedroom where the modem is and then i put the satellite over in the kitchen which is the, in the middle of the apartment and blanketed great strong wi-fi all the way through actually works i believe the way it wow. works on the technical side is that the base unit and the satellite have their own back channel Wi-Fi connection to each other. Not Wi-Fi connection, but wireless connection to each other. And so okay. they're able to connect just between the two of them at a faster rate than if they were just to both join the same Wi-Fi network. And so uh-huh. they join, they connect to each other, and then each of them spits out their own Wi-Fi signal. So it's as if like the satellite was plugged directly into the modem. And so it's like if I was wow. able to put the router there, that's kind of how it's acting. And so that way it's able to kind of feed that side of the house and this one's able to feed this side of the house. And it works it works so phenomenally well. My computer is in our master bedroom and I was sad because I was like, oh, I don't get to play like games on the couch and like at the TV where my old apartment, everything was right next to each other. So I could just put like an HDMI cable to the TV. Um, mm-hmm. And so I dusted off and pulled out my old steam link which i had sitting around and i plugged that in and the wireless is good enough that the steam link works flawlessly on the other side of the house where i used to not be able to get any wireless signal um wow yeah and so now i'm able to finally use that thing so i'm sitting on the couch being able to play all my steam games that are on my computer on the opposite side of the apartment on the tv so that's been that's been a lot of fun. And really That's awesome. pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And then the thing that got even cooler, I got to see if I could send you this. Uh, let me send you a screenshot real quick, and I'll tell you about this the second really cool thing that I did because it blew my okay. mind. Okay. Blows the mind. Blows, blows it straight out of the water. Into out of the, here. Into Get the, him out of into here. Into the camera roll we go for this one. Um, fuck. It's gone. Where is it? I've lost it. Oh, there we go. There we go. Here we go, Skanky. I okay, just sent it to you. Me... I'm gonna see if okay, you can look, uh, look. if you can figure out what it is that you're looking at. Once I haven't looks. gotten anything yet. Well, it should be there now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let's see. Okay, is that a Steam controller mm-hmm. controlling a 
Overwatch? Yes. Oh, through your iPad. Yes. Yes. I was sitting on the couch playing Overwatch on my iPad. Using What's the latency like on that? It's not too bad, actually. I, I'm... I mean, I'm garbage in general, but I'm even more garbage with the controller. So that's my bigger problem I'm trying to get over right now. Yeah. Um, if I could figure out how to like connect like a mouse to it, that would be so much better. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, because my thing would be like I wouldn't even be able to play with a controller. I'd just be like, this isn't fun because I can't play. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Ooh, I maybe I'll try a different. I might have another idea on how to do this actually. Um, I'll try that out and I'll get back to you on that one. But um, now, if you connect it via the iPad, would it still work? Connect what via the iPad? Like if you connected a mouse and keyboard I to the iPad? Don't believe so. So the, my iPad currently has a keyboard on it. I don't think if I plug a uh, mouse into the USB port, I don't think it'll work. Um, okay. I think it, it's possible that it could work as if it could work with the Steam app. So what that's running through the way Overwatch is running is that I added a copy of Overwatch to my Steam library, like a shortcut. And then yeah. I'm running the Steam Link app on my iPad. And so I launch the Steam Link app. It finds my Steam library, and then I launch the Overwatch shortcut. Um, and so I think a mouse could work if the Steam Link app on the iPad was able to like see it as a device and be able to just convert its input into a signal in the app right like even though uh -huh. even though mice like don't work on an ipad because there's no cursor interface or anything i think it yeah. could work with a steam link app um hmm. okay i think what my other thing that i might end up trying is i believe that you can beam games like you could street wirelessly stream games from your main desktop computer to another computer that has the steam link app installed and so I could take mm -hmm. my old Mac notebook and sit on the couch with that one. And since Overwatch is in a Mac game, I can use the streaming Steam Link service to stream it from my desktop to the Mac, which then I can use mouse and keyboard on. So maybe I'll try wow. that and then I'll be able to tell you what the latency, if it's really, really bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Because that'd be kind of cool. Then also I don't have to install all these games that A, don't work on Mac in general, um, that if they're only PC games, but I could still play them in the other room on a laptop without having to invest in any new equipment, which is... Which yeah, is absolutely. So, um, so yeah. I tried... Because um, I used to I used to only be on Wi-Fi mm -hmm. until I got hardwired in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I had tried a whole bunch of different solutions to try to get my Wi-Fi connection just to be better. Because uh, it was so shitty. And yeah. I tried those um, power line adapters. Yeah, I've tried that too. And they are awful. They are. They're, they are not good. And I don't know why they're getting such good, like a lot of praise online. Mm -hmm. um, because since they run through your electric, like they're, they're little, like they go into your power adapters. Um, they are power adapters. They, anything that is electric that's running in your house is affected by it. So, like, if you turn on your microwave, it could potentially, like, mess up your power line adapter and thus mess up your Wi-Fi connection. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, ridiculous. I guess it all depends on where your things are on your circuit breaker and, like, all this stuff. It's like, bro, I'm just trying to play some games here, and I don't want to deal with this crap. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. I, um... And so much, obviously, like, so much of it is dependent on all these variables, and I feel like that power line works in ideal circumstances but it's like if, if very ideal if, if i had ideal circumstances my wi-fi would be fine <laughs> like yeah it's true, true. agreed um and so yeah so it's impacted by like i think the amount of you know uh things taking power on your whatever lines it's running over because you also don't know which lines the signal is necessarily going over that gets between two rooms um yeah yeah but it, it matters about how old the wiring is how it's set up like you said like where is it like on the circuit breaker compared to other things um all these things and it's just yeah i've had the i tried it and it was abysmal like it was such a, it was essentially not a solution at all um yeah which, it wasn't good which really sucked i'm i will say one thing that that i think that i don't like is that i believe and i don't know this it's something that has not lived or purchased or rented anything in new construction I'm kind of just speaking on my ass here, so welcome to Shenantics. But um, <laughs> that's just what we do. <laughs> that's just what we do. But uh, I part of me worries that with like Wi-Fi getting like wireless being perceived as being you know good enough that 
there is no incentive for a developer to ever hardwire ethernet into a unit into like something that they build right like before we used to they would have to at least wire the coax cable and they'd have to wire the phone cable well now no one uses phones anymore and so it's like I don't wire that anymore. It's like, I wish what they would do instead is wire the coax cable, but then also wire Ethernet connection to each room because then you'd at least have a hardwired connection in each room that you could then connect to devices, right? Like, true. I, I think that, and I think also part of it is just most people don't understand technology. Like, if I was building my own house, like if I bought a brand new construction, I think what I would say is I want Ethernet in the walls hardwire to wherever I'm going to have a TV at because I don't want to have to worry about whatever streaming device I have or video game device I have having a good enough wireless connection to anywhere else in my house, right? Like, just let me put in a switch here. And also, that helps the wireless situation over the overall house, right? The less things you have on wireless, the better the overall network performance is. And so it's like, oh, great, I have four things plugged into my TV right now. Actually, no, I got like five things plugged into my TV right now. It'd be great if you just let me plug all those into one network switch and hardwire it into the wall, which can then connect to my router in the other room. Um, but I don't think that's ever going to happen because people don't realize that there is a benefit to that. So. Yeah, yeah, I really wish that they did. Yeah. Because still, hardwiring internet is still the best thing that you could do. Yeah, no, it's And true. we need it, damn it. We do, we do. We're doing more and more stuff online, and the internet, the wireless standards aren't and speeds aren't keeping up because also they can't keep up, right? And so it's you're always still kind of lagging behind it, and the simplest solution is kind of hardwiring it. When we moved into this new apartment, I looked at the wall, and right next to the coax thing was this little square jack. And I was like, oh, my God, is that an Ethernet jack? I was like, oh, my, we've literally hit the lottery. I try and plug it in, and I realize it's just the phone jack. I'm like, what the No, yeah. I'm like, phone jack. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm like, first of all, why is this here? <laughs> Second hit the road all. jack. Yeah. <laughs> no, bad. Skinky. Yes, good. Bad. No, that was so bad. That was so good, man. So hey, good. have you ever watched um, Rob Wolchek on YouTube? I have not, no. Oh, God, dude, you are missing out. Oh, no. All right. So Rob Wolchek is a, he's like a he's a reporter mm-hmm. for like Fox Two News or something mm-hmm. in uh in out of Detroit, and he has this series called the Hall of Shame, mm-hmm. where he does like these investigations on people who are like scamming people in Detroit, mm-hmm. and he goes and like confronts them, and then puts them in the Hall of Shame, and it's so good. And I don't know why I thought about it, but you need to go and watch it on YouTube. Okay. Rob Wolchek, he's hilarious. All right, I'll, I'll and do he that. does like, oh, that's why he does like these like funny jokes mm-hmm. with them, like depending on like what they like what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. He'll like do he'll like say some funny little dad joke about it. It's very funny. I will send you one. All right, yeah, send me one. I will absolutely watch this, and I will I will report back and let everyone know how it is. So. Yeah, you have to you have to do a lot of reporting back. I know it's got a, I got a big week ahead of me, so yeah, you you're very good. You're very busy. Yeah, no, it's uh, this is this is what happens when you record shenanigans. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Busy boy, busy, busy, busy boy. I got, busy I got boy. Cleopatra report back. I got to watch this YouTube video and report back. Like, oh my god. Oh, I better write all down in my bullet journal so I remember all the work I got to do. Your bullet. <laughs> See, full circle, dude. Exactly. Full exactly. circle. Full we are circle. good. We're good. We are really good. We are really good. So, um, Skanky, yesterday, 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 I did. Yesterday. I did bike the drive in Chicago where okay. they closed down like our eight lane highway and okay. allow bikes to drive ride on it for like four hours. And there's like, cool. a, there's like a 30 mile loop. It was, it was awesome. It was so cool. It was it was fantastic. That's all I have to say. I think that you should. they should like let cars on at one point just to see what happens, you know, and then, oh like, make it like a game. That would be so funny. That'd be, that'd <laughs> that be... wouldn't be funny at all. That'd be extremely dangerous. What is what, what, <laughs> the cars are going to hit these? If you put like let one car on to like hit the bikers, a one car on, <laughs> just like let one car, and they have to somehow figure out like they're sit behind all these bikers. <laughs> how to get out? You know, yeah, like right, like how do you? Get they're out? driving like two miles an hour behind all the bikers. <laughs> yes. Like fuck, how did I get on here? Exactly. exactly. Damn it! Oh my gosh, it is. And what's kind of crazy is that it is really popular, and so there's just tons and tons of people on bikes, and it's it's really cool to see um that's cool but uh you know it was it was fun it was also kind of 
as someone that really likes biking and likes biking in Chicago, it was really cool to see all the kids doing it too. Because then, like, and they're all I hate kids. I do too. But like, these kids were all excited, and they're like, "Mom, I can't wait to tell my teacher I did bike the drive." I'm like, "You go, kid. You grow up and you ride bikes with me, and we'll take over this city." What's even worse is excited kids and happy kids. <laughs> they should all be miserable. Just playing Fortnite in their basements. True, just like Grandpa Skanky. Exactly. Go play the your old fork knife. Yes, play the fork game. knife. Hey, when's the last time you played fork knife? I don't freaking know, dude. What kind of a long time what ago? What kind of Gen Zer are you? Like probably maybe February of last year. Oh wow! Oh wow! So it's been like over like something like thirteen that. months and stuff. Or it's been a like very long time months. since I played Fork Knife. I don't think I can even. I don't think I can even play Fortnite right now. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone is like amazing. Yeah. At it. Yeah. And I haven't played it in a year. And you're trying. So, yeah, having to like return would be awful. Yeah. That just doesn't sound fun. Yeah, I could see that. Because like right as I start shooting someone, they're gonna build like the Empire State Building, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna be on the ground like I don't know what button do I press again to mm-hmm. make this ramp. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I hear that. Stupid I hear that. kids. Why do they have to ruin everything? I I hate kids they always got their key Damn binds it. and all that kind of stuff it's... yeah with their key binds and their razor keyboards with their and green their leds brand, their razor and their scooters what's with the razor scooters their homework that they're turning in late because they're playing Fortnite until 2 a.m because they didn't write their parents are buying planners. them v bucks yep so i just those, damn v bucks the cryptocurrency of the future yes yes i was i was talking to another attorney um the uh, last week, and she was telling me that I should really get into cryptos, so that I become the expert of cryptocurrencies in Chicago, because then I'll be in oh. high demand, and everyone's gonna want that. Could be cool, to, like pay me lots of money. So maybe we'll see. Maybe that's what I'll do with my life from now on. I'll be a, I'll be the crypto advisor of Chicago. Um, and hey, what you could do it you if you market to, it. Your yeah, yeah. And what do you have to do with it when you die? So that'd be good. Yeah, what do you do with it when you die? Yeah, that's what the big problem is right now. <laughs> That's how, this, huh. that's how this conversation got started. <laughs> so it was That's interesting actually. Yeah, that yeah, was actually pretty cool. So if I if I if I learn more about it or not more, if I learn more about the those implications between death and cryptos, um I'll I'll update you on it. Because like you technically don't own well, you do own your crypto, but not it's a shared Wow, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder what does happen. Yeah. I guess you would have to put in your will that you are giving mm-hmm. that person X amount of your crypto. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. But then it would go unclaimed. You can't claim it though in any way because it's. Yeah. How the hell? What would you do? I know, right? All right. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> just a little one off. <laughs> one off just blew Skinky's mind. Wow. Like, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm like really trying to think about what you would do. If you, if you, if you have any ideas and theories, just send them my way, and then so that way I can start when if I start researching into that area, I at least have some jumping off points, and then I can. Rep- yeah. I can well, rep- I mean. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I should give talks right, I'll, on this. I'll, I'll think That'd about this cool, one, actually. All right. I, I'm all sold this. on this. Skinky sold me on this now. So, yeah, you are the crypto king. Yeah. Skinky, it's food finish time. Um, okay. And it is, it is, it's Memorial Day. We have a very relevant food finish for today. It Great. is the start of barbecue season. Whoa. Uh, do you own a grill? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I just got one. I just bought one. Grills are great. Grills are amazing. GG. Grills are amazing. Have you used your grill yet this year? Yeah, man. Really? Yeah. What, what was the first thing you grilled? I already had a I already had a barbecue on um Saturday. Whoa, and I wasn't invited? That's why I didn't stream. Well, first of all, you're in Chicago, okay? Second of all, if you had a barbecue, I wouldn't be invited. Uh you are now going to be invited to all my future barbecues just to make sure. So. <laughs> oh no! Oh, just now. Just now. Just, just now. now. Well, you know what? That was all part of the plan. Ah, see, yeah, well, you're good. You you're fell good. right into. I, we fell right into I, it. I, you're good. You are good. So, um, there's nothing like a good hot dog with some steaks oh, and some sausages yes. and some everything that you could possibly put on a barbecue right. in your mouth. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because everything that's barbecue is great. It's so true. I think. I think one of the most underrated things to barbecue are hot dogs. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Because A, they're delicious and tasty. I don't care what anybody says. But B, they serve a very important purpose because they're done in like 25 seconds. And so it's like you can start like 
getting some food into some people like faster while you kind of really take your time on some of the other cuts of meat. Um, it's just they're uh, hot dogs are so damn good. They're so damn uh, good. They're so terrible. I, no, but they're great. They're so amazing. There's nothing bad about them. They are they're they're not just, made from anything bad. But what no. I would say, like, I don't get, you know, the boiling of the hot dog. I, you know, if you have the chance to grill, mm-hmm. there's no comparison. You got to go for the grill. I, yeah, I think you're right on that one. I, I don't know. I do like a boiled hot dog, though. Ah, I don't it's know. not bad. It's, not it's bad, just different. But yeah, I think it might be inferior to the grilled hot dog. Agreed. Yeah. So I think I bought, uh, I bought some burgers to make this week on my brand new grill. So I think that's what I'll be but outside of. I'm going to a barbecue today, but when I go and do my own grilling, I think the inaugural thing will be a nice, uh, a nice burger thrown on that thing. Did you get a? Did you get an apron that says "Kiss the Chef"? Ooh, no! I got the Soldier Seventy Six Raise the Stakes apron. Oh. <laughs> I actually really do want that apron, so I. Uh... Oh, I actually believe that you had it. Yeah. No, I really wanted it though. <laughs> so maybe when we get off, I'll see if I can find out one on Amazon to be delivered ASAP. So. <laughs> ASAP, dude. ASAP. We gotta get that thing over here. But yeah, no, I do. I love barbecue season. I am, um, um, and then on Wednesday, I'm we. I'm making smoked pulled pork, but we don't have a smoke. Oh. so we're not making it on the grill. We're gonna do it with the sous vide. Um, and we're gonna Ooh. bake it. So that's gonna be interesting. But the idea with the barbecue made me think: what is what was what's your favorite side to bring? Like if I invited you to the barbecue to a barbecue I'm having, what would you bring as a side to contribute to the group? Coleslaw. Ooh, interesting. All right. Now, dude, you gotta do if you're making pulled pork like that, yeah. you gotta put you take the coleslaw, you put that bad boy on the sandwich oh, with the with the good call. I should, dude, oh, I want some coleslaw. Game changer. I'm making some mac and cheese to go with it because I feel like that. Oh, that's a good solid one. That's good stuff too, man. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a oof. Anytime you have mac and cheese, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I've also I also I'm a big fan of potato salad. Love potato. Yeah, salad. potato salad's good too. So and good. mac salad. I like all that oh stuff. Oh my god. Oh, that's mac salad, yes. Yes. Like Dude, any, hell yeah. Oh, mac salad might be like the king of the salads. Oh my god, I'm hungry. Now. Be, that sounds good though. I'm like that's really good. I cannot wait. I'm going to be feasting all afternoon. I'll send I'll send you some pics on Instagram. No, I don't. No, I don't want to. No, it's going to make me disappointed. No, it's going to make you excited for our future barbecue together. Future. Okay. All right. Fine. It's going to be great. All right, all right you guys. It. That's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, commute, or your holiday. Whatever it is you do, we are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, Overcast, our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have an extra second, leave us a five star review on the iTunes Store. It doesn't do anything, but it makes us feel good. So I guess maybe it does do something at the end of the day. If you have any comments, it does questions, things. It does do things. Are we sure? Yeah, uh, sure. Well, on the off chance that Skanky is maybe correct, you should rate us. <laughs> uh, if you have any comments or questions, comments or questions, send us a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the discussion, we have a Discord. Go to discord.shenantics.rocks. That will pass you on over to the Discord server where you can chat with all the other Shenantics fanatics all week long, every week. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y. M. Cole, where can they find you? You can find me on the internet at M. Cole underscore, M-C-U-O with the underscore symbol, same username on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Skanky, it's so good talking to you this week. You too, bud. Have fun at your BBQ. Will do. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.